Cape Talk. A worldview from London with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam Gilchrist. Hope you are well. Uh, let's start in Iceland. Iceland's volcanic eruption. An entire village could be obliterated. Firstly, what's the name of this volcano? We always interested. Oh, yeah, I, knew, I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I've got it written here. Reykjanes. Uh, done obviously with a more of an Icelandic pronunciation, Reykjanes, uh, which is close to wiping out the town of Grindavik. Uh, so that was an easy one. Um, basically, two volcanic fissures have opened up. So it's not sort of classic volcano at the top. It's more sort of, whoa, uh, revealing the lava, oozing out and spewing and oozing and doing all those things. And the defenses that were built a couple of months ago because we were talking about a volcanic eruption in Iceland a couple of months ago. Those defences built have been breached. The fire has gone beyond. People who returned to Blindavik have had to evacuate again. Um, we're talking only about 40 k's or so from the capital Reykjavik, so this is not the middle of nowhere. Um, and also a tourist spot, the Blue Lagoon, has been closed. And lava is extraordinary. I, I mean, I can see why locals and other Icelanders and tourists are going to have a look burning at about 900 degrees C, it takes down everything in its path. It, it, when you see the pictures, you go, wow, slowly, it just goes very slowly. And then suddenly fires catch, and then it's, uh, as one expert puts it, a worst-case scenario. Um, Grindavik is a town created by two Viking settlers 1,100 years ago, and it could absolutely disappear there are signs this morning that maybe the lava is stopping a bit maybe the volcanic eruption is slowing but this is the fifth eruption just in the Reykjanes peninsula in less than three years iceland has 33 active volcano systems 130 actual volcanoes so whilst icelanders are used to this they're also worried by it and then china is a new ally Adam Gilchrist, uh, the powerhouse of Oceania, Nauru with a population of 12,000 people, turns to China. They were once one of Taiwan's few allies. They've now gone the mm. other way. Yeah, they are tiny. You're absolutely right. Small population, small place. Uh, Micronesian. At the moment you say Micronesian, you think, well, that is small. It's a small island. It was one of only 12 countries that had kept diplomatic ties with Taipei. Uh, but one by one, Taiwan's allies have been poached by China, essentially, as friends, or at least as uh, people influenced by the big bully across the sea. Financial aid, I mean, let's be honest, money is the thing, and your ties and your trade and where you go with it. Uh, voters in Taiwan have picked a pro-sovereignty, anti-China unification candidate in William Lai as their next president. And this is a man that Beijing has labelled a troublemaker. So for a very small place to ally with him specifically uh, is awkward. Of course it is. Uh, but from many thousands of kilometres away, you can uh, hear those military and diplomacy muscles flex. In the words of Aretha Franklin, who's zooming who? Who is influencing who? Because America's got a part to play in this as well. And then finally, Premier League money woes, Everton and Nottingham Forest. They're in the dock. Again, in the case of Everton, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that this will all get settled quickly either because there have been some financial charges, some financial irregularity charges against Manchester City for years and against Chelsea for mm. at least a couple of years, I think. Um, but there again, 
Everton have already been docked 10 points by the Premier League for financial irregularities. And so here they are with Nottingham Forest charged with breaking the English Premier League's profitability and sustainability rules. Now, these aren't very sexy things, but they're kind of important. And essentially, the top flight football clubs in England are allowed to lose £105 million across a three-year period. So that's two and a half billion rand. They're allowed to lose that. But if they go beyond that, then heaven help them. And of course, clubs do feel they have to spend if they're going to succeed or just spend to survive, accumulate through speculate. Anyway, if you go too far, this is what can happen. So Forest, currently 15th in the Premier League, fancied by some anyway for relegation. If they got docked some points, that could be very tricky for them. And Everton, 17th, one above relegation. They've already been docked the 10 points. If they had another 10 points, they might just feel like somebody's out to get them other than Liverpool. So we need the legal equivalent of VAR now, don't we? Or maybe we don't. I'm not a fan of VAR. But anyway, the legal equivalent. So when Man City gets docked their points, they'll be what in Division 5? <laughs> yes, it's a thought. Yes, the Isthmian League North. But uh, yeah, but do you know what? Maybe that's Manchester United's way out of the mire they're in at the moment. Is that all the clubs above get docked points, and a lot of them? Look, no matter how many points they are docked, um, Sean Dyche is still a winner in my book. He's a good guy. He's a he? really, yeah. really a good guy at Everton. But Adam Gilchrist, looking forward to chatting to you tomorrow with the Worldview. Thanks so much for joining us.